ओं नमस्ते शते सर्वलोकाश्रयाय नमस्ते चीते विश्वत्मकाय नमो अद्वैतत्ता मुक्ति प्रदा नमो ब्रह्मणे व्यापिने निर्गुणाय ओं शांति 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 सल्यूटेशंस टू दी दि एब्सोल्यूट एक्जिस्टेंस एंड दि सपोर्ट ऑफ ऑल दि वर्ल्ड सल्यूटेशंस टू दी द प्योर कॉन्सियसनेस taking the form of the manifest universe salutations to the the non dual reality and the bestower of liberation salutations to the the all pervading attributeless brahman om peace 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 be unto us all so happy guru purnima and today our topic is the guru's role in our life Uh, already we have a nice chanting, and yesterday also we have a very short, brief, but not brief, but uh, good chanting and reading of the Gita, Guru Gita. That was wonderful. And in our spiritual life, this is very important factor. Guru is a special factor. At least the Hindus and even in all religions it is emphasized very much the role of uh, guru in our life question comes that even those who don't believe in the personal god or even though are absolute non dualists they also offer their greatest regard for their spiritual teachers the spiritual teacher is an important factor in the life of individual who want to cross the ocean of life the point is that uh, shankara even he is talking in his vivekachuramani while talking about his starting the vedanta text he is first saluting to his guru he said sarva vedanta siddhanta gocharam that siddhanta the conclusion conclusive truth which is the conclusion of all the experiences of the vedantic treatises which is gocharam which was revealed to that my guru which is agocharam which is not to be perceived by the senses that govinda my govinda pada that my guru who is of the nature of paramananda of the nature of supreme bliss and joy that my sadguru i salute him with utmost reverence so it is here is the question that uh this is very important even in we find that in the in that advaita vedanta text like that of what is called yogavasishta there will find that is talking about the guru and guru's importance in life here also he mentions that guru is that who gives the knowledge and wisdom of that which is beyond and he also offers his salutation in the yogavasishta saru we find that he is talking about the necessity and also importance of the guru's role in life in the vivekachuramani we find the vivekachuramani in christ jewel of discrimination shankaras here he says 
in life, three things are very rare, he has mentioned. As you know, we refer this verse again and again. The durlabham trayam eva etat. Deva anugraha hetukam. By only special grace of God. Or you can say your special good karma of the past. Three things come in life. Durlabham, and that is very rare. Uh, human body, human body, is very rare because in other bodies we cannot think of anything higher, nobler. The life goes on by simply eating, uh, digesting and dying like the animals and plants have no freedom as it were. But when by God's grace one attains a human body that is a, he gets a human frame that helps us to meditate, to pray, to go to, and question, even not the spiritual question, but you can go to the quest of knowing what is beyond. You can look at the stars. You need not have to be the so-called religious person to go to a temple, but you look at the vast nature. You can look at the starry sky and see what is this? What is behind this? Who, who have created this? Is there anything beyond? This type of question does not align in other animalist life. It is not possible because their intellect is not that developed. But it is manushyattam, so that's why it has been emphasized that human birth is a very, very rare opportunity. And this question is that how we get this human opportunity and utilize it? How we utilize it? You know, as we said that, as we really can analytically think about our life, look at that. Everyone gets 24 hours time every day. 24 hours multiplied by 60, multiplied by 60 seconds. So many seconds are given to each one of us. And how this, this seconds is like a dollar value, more than dollar value. It is utilized or misused. If it is utilized, it comes back. If it is mis misutilized, it also comes back. So the question is that, this getting this human birth, this rare, which is very rare, and the icha, the desire, mumukshatta, is the desire to be freed. Anything in the life is bondage, bondage, bondage. Ah, mental bondage, emotional bondage, the society's bondage, environmental bondage, everything in external nature, internal nature, trying to pull us down. We want to be free. But freedom has different concepts. It starts from the physical level, it goes to the mental level, to the psychological level, to the mental level, and goes to the spiritual level. And total freedom is the spiritual freedom. Freedom from all limitations of our personalities, of our ego, or anything which limits us. So, this is mumuksha. I want, I am in bondage. Who, first of all, to feel that I am in bondage? If you don't feel that you are in bondage, there is no question of getting out of it. If I'm thinking I'm quite happy with it, why am I to get out? Many people say, what is the need of this life? I mean, no need. It is need for anyone who feels its necessity. If you are not hungry, what is the need of a good plate of food? If you are not, you don't enjoy beauty, what is the need of your going to see some beautiful place? There's no need. So the question is the mumuksha is a very fundamental question of our life, whether you know it or not. Even 
unconsciously, starting from a thief to the burglar to the lowest of the human, who is in an almost brutal state or animalistic state, to that person who is highly educated, rich, prosperous, talented, but still there is some feeling of shortness that I am yet, I am not total. And when I feel that totality, that total, how I am being restricted to attain that freedom, to attain that totality of ours. That's why mumukshatta is a very, very important factor in human life, the desire to be free ourselves. Mukti, mukti. And the third one is even these two qualities come in human life. Third quality is very rare. It is called the Mahapurusha Sangasraya. To get the, get the blessings or come in contact with a holy man. And that who can really help us, guide us, and take the, free us from this bondage, what is really terrible in our life. We have been born and we have forgotten that we are in real difficulty. We very enjoy very much where we are now. But a point comes in life when you look back and say, hey, what is this going on? Uh, all our attainment, all our accomplishment, it feels meaningless. Doing this, doing that, I will be the world saver. I will have to uh, preach the world and change the world. All this concept will come in one day to understand who are you, what you want, are you free yourself? So these are the three things very important. And therefore, knowing this, Shankara says, Ato bimukti prajati to vidwan. Therefore, every vidwan, any intellectual man, any person of wisdom should do utmost effort, prajatita, should do utmost effort to bimukti to get liberated, total freedom, total freedom from all shackles of life. You know, Swamiji says, iron chain is chain, gold chain is no less to bind. It is, it is a bigger chain, it's a, it is a difficult chain to give up. So, the chains of bondage, which is, we are now in that situation to get out of that, is the call of Sankara, that it is the utmost care should be taken to do that. And for that, where will he will go? Where he will find that, who can free us, who can help us, that give us freedom? Santam Mahantam Samupetta Deshikam He will have to approach a great soul and who is a teacher, who has his own experience and has moved into that path. Teno Upadishtartha Samahitatma and then comes the responsibility of the student. Teno upodishta, when he or she gives the advice, instruction, that thinking of that, there will be samahita, you should get one-pointed devotion and dive deep into that practice and the way to meditate or whatever the instruction is given to dive deep into that. And this is not possible, Sankara says, without bhakti. That's why he says, moksha karana samagrang bhakti. Unless you have love for this truth, why will you do all this practice? Why will you go to a teacher? 
What is the need of it? If I am satisfied here with my money, my wealth, my prosperity, or my friends, and all these things, what is the need? No, that's why it is that necessity is the point, and that necessity uh, also, mere necessity will not do. Your love for that, your clingingness for that ideal, I want it. It is my attachment to that truth. I want to be liberated in this life and I cannot stay without it. That means you should have love for that truth. That's why it's called bhakti. Bhakti means devotion. Devotion to this ideal is the cause, moksha karana, for liberation or freedom, total freedom. It is the cause. And now, what is that search for this truth means? It may be searching through Searching God in the form, in the formless, in incarnation of God, or in different ideals. It says you can search your own divine nature. Some say, bhakti. That devotion towards what? Towards liberation. Liberation is the goal. But this, they are using the term bhakti. But Shankara is writing a book, which is Vedantic book. See how. Bhakti and jnana, as we make a distinction, it is in our mind. But it is integrated part of life. Unless you have love and devotion and one-pointed attachment to the goal that I need freedom, I want to be freed by knowing my sasvarupa, what is me, what is my nature, divine nature. Am I finished with the body, mind, etc.? That is also called bhakti, mind it. Normally we think then going and singing and dancing in some name of some personal God, that is only bhakti, it is on our concept. In the name of Krishna or in the name of whatever Rama or whatever we do, when we sing and dance, and that is bhakti, we normally have that conception. But the search for this truth, to be totally liberated, that is also a part of the, that bhakti. And without that bhakti, that total freedom will not come. So. And some say that it is devotion to uh, your own self, that is the bhakti. And some say you can do worship for your sasarupa. And for that reason, she will have to upashidet gurum, he will have to reach, approach a teacher who is praga, praga means, who is a person of wisdom, and jasmat bandha vimakshanam from whose grace, by, by whose grace, the bandhan, the bondage, can be made, you can make yourself free from the bondage. But that also another factor Sankara has mentioned for the student also, that shastra, you need shraddha. Shraddha means, as you said, bhakti. Bhakti is one simple term, but deeper connotation is shraddha. Shraddha means what? He says, Shastrasya Guru Vakyasya Satya Buddhya Vodharanam. That is very rare. We go to gurus, we go to get good spiritual teachers. They teach us so many things. Shastra, the scripture is telling so many things. We sometimes feel, ah, oh, this is good, that's good. But we have no faith in that. Uh, will it keep liberation? Uh, I doubt. Uh, they say good things. I heard. It is very sweet to hear about that. 
and I felt something better. But I don't believe that it can give me liberation. No. So that is the point. So it says, Shastravakko and Guruvakko, two things. To believe the statements given by the saints and sages who have realized that is called the Shastra. But again, there is in the scriptures, Ramakrishna says there are essential and non-essentials. So you have to separate out that. That's why you need another person, Guru. In the, you read the book and you come out a mess of confusion. You say, hey, it says here, this way, it says there, that's right, this is wrong, that is wrong. And this man does not know anything. We blame, start blaming the Guru, mane, eternal Gurus or uh, Acharyas. Uh, so because they don't understand, they have said contradictory things here and there. Huh? That's why you need somebody to teach you. That's why Guru Vakyas. First of all, Shastra Vakya and Guru Vakya. The scriptures, what they teach, they, that's what is the scripture? That's also you should have to define what is scripture. That comes out of the expression of the people who have realized the truth. We believe that Vedas, Upanishads, we, we believe that Dhammapad, we believe that Bible, we believe that Quran, there is. But you have to go to a teacher also. Otherwise, only knowing, reading those scriptures, and if you take all things at a time, in the Vedas you go, Karma Kanda is there, Gana Kanda is there. Huh? You do this ritual, you get to this result. That is there. And also, same time it is there, you practice this, renounce this karma, and move towards the higher spirituality, like that. Another direction is given, no, 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 no karma. It is only by knowledge, by wisdom. So, you are confused. What will you do now? So, there is the... And then what Guru says, we have also very little da, when I, faith in Guru's words. See, it is said that Guru said good thing. I cannot say that he is a liar. But I do not know whether it works. Many ways, that means here is something our Shraddha, lack of trust and faith. Total trust and total faith. Because these are people who have not come to cheat us. That's why before you go to a guru, find out who is your guru. What is the motivation of the guru? Uh, to make more chelas, more, more, more number of disciples, and more number of money coming, and more number of uh, name, fame, power, get into position, and is this the goal? Or the goal of a teacher should be only to give love, out of love and compassion, to give some special thing which, which he got is from his Guru Parampara, as we heard today in the prayer. Guru Parampara, it is a lineage of Gurus, a transmission of the power which is coming down from Vyasu. Uh, what was transmission? As we have chanted this, Narayanam Padma Bhuvam. There are channel, a lineage, same spiritual power is coming down. It's a lineage from the gods, that is called Narayana Padma Bhuvam in Brahma. Then it comes another, the sages, lineage of the sages, Vasishta, Shakti, Vyasa, Shuka, these are all ancient people who are sages. They are not human, but they are classified as sages or realized souls. And then comes human incarnations, like, you know, like 
they have classified it as Sankaracharya to uh, Hastamalak to Bhartikakar, and all this is disciple, disciple, disciple. And then he said, to my guru, till that to this. What is the essential message? All this channel of spiritual teaching is coming from the same heights, spiritual height, the same pure, stainless, absolutely relieving, um, relieving truth is descending through this channel and it's coming down and down and down. That's why this guru is very important because this channel, it is the, you have to have a pure stainless elixir to cure your disease. So that's why it is important that this lineage of spiritual teaching is very important here. That's why this to do this, we will have to then trust in the Guru because Guru is not creating something out of his, his own fantasy. And then, uh, or any motivation. That's why the question is very important. Guru's quality, student's quality, we can go after later on. But this fundamental point is that a student first can judge. See, Sri Ramakrishna was judged by his disciples. And he appreciated that judging. What he teaches, does he do that? There are talkers in the world. In the platform, we can, I can talk big things. But in my life, if you find, hey, a little bit is not there. So, don't go to that person who only talks, gives sermons, but never follows anything. So it should be reflected in the life and character. What one is saying, it should reflect in the character of that person. What is the motivation? What he wants? And if there is so much other material demand, better be off from that person. It's a $10, you get half liberation today. Give another $50 tomorrow, a little more. And give $1,000, you are getting instantly. Huh? I tell this story uh, many times because one of our friends used to come over here and she suddenly disappeared in my evening class for a long time. And then I inquired about that uh, lady, she's elderly, she'll be mid-50s maybe, mid-50s. Anyhow, so I heard that I had inquired uh, to her friends, it is quite a long time I'm talking about. Then why she's not here? Oh, she has gone to a retreat. I'm like, oh, oh good. Where is the retreat? Oh, in a retreat place and uh, they will have to pay $5,000 charge. And for 10 days or 11 days, they will have to have some hotel or stay. And other expenses are own expense. You give this only $5,000 and within how many days? 11 days or something, Nirvikalpa Samadhi. Wow! <laughs> so I can also go, but I have no money. What can I do? Anyhow, so I was very curious to know afterwards what happened. And after 10 days, 11 days passed, one month passed, and, and I'm not seeing her. Then again I inquired, but nobody said, oh, she does not keep touch with us. Anyhow, after several months, I came to know that what has happened. Uh, yes, the guru has given all the instructions for 11 days to give the samadhi by $5,000. But ultimately says, what happened? She didn't get it. So she is frustrated. So why is she frustrated? 
Then she was asked. She didn't ask the guru. They, you said that confirmed that yeah, guaranteed. What is money back guarantee? No. <laughs> so it should be like that. But what happened? He said, "Oh ho." He said that you are not fit yet. What can I do? See, <laughs> but you take the five thousand dollar then. We know we are also given the instruction, but we have not yet reached that goal. But we we don't go to our guru to claim, hey, money back guarantee. Where is the money? <laughs> <laughs> but the question is that that is the question. What is the guru's motivation? So it is very important. So and we'll have to. If you find a guru, then believe in that guru, and what he says, follow that, and don't edit. I always say, don't edit yourself. Sometimes we do. We get some instruction to do one way. I think this is good, and I'm doing like that. I find joy. And then when you go to go, why did you go to another person to learn that thing? You know, you do it yourself. So this is another point. So Shastra and Guru Vakka, Shatta Buddhya Vodharanam. You have to understand, they are saying the truth. And there is no blasphemy in them. It is not for any cheating. This Vyasa Vasishto, whose name we referred, Shankara, did, did they come for any material gain or anything else? They came here only to help us to get our bondage. We get out of our bondage. So that Shatta Buddhi. Ah, Sattattva Middhi means they are true. I am trying, maybe my efforts are somewhere not perfect. So let me improve my effort rather than saying, hey, this mantra is not working. Will you give little more mantra? As our Swamiji used to say. Somebody came and asked, little more mantra. More, it is not working, little more. <laughs> then, <laughs> that means as if the, uh, you have po uh, given a post, and you are putting into the hole, eh? it is not going, so you put another hole to make it strong. Eh? But if we don't understand that what Guru has given you, that it is enough for you, and that will manifest its own strength, and that is, has been verified, that is the path. That's why I am talking about the lineage. Lineage gives this proof that you are not the first time experimenting this. Before you, Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people have experimented and they have become freed. That is called the lineage. So when you get a guru and the scripture, Shankara suggests, then you have to have sattattva buddhi, that the, this, this understanding that what guru said is true. First of all, have to have this conviction and you make an effort to move on that direction. If something question comes, of course you can go and ask again, but uh, it is our practices uh, depend on that. And what, what will be the, who will be the student? It says that sadhana sampanna, that characteristics. Uh, anywhere we go, we need some uh, preliminary, what you call, uh, what your, uh, basic qualities to uh, go for a study into engineering you need some engineering background so you go for law school you need some some background of your educational qualification so in spiritual life there will be no such qualification and you will realize you will get freedom from all bondage you will you will have to have the 
basic qualification and this, these are all, you, all we know, Shankara suggests that you should be sadhana sampanna. You should have to be practicing. It does not come in a day. And how to practice, what to practice? Sadhana is four. Viveka vairagya, sam, dham, etc. and mumukshu. That means, viveka means discrimination. It is an everyday study, everyday practice. It does not come just because you hear one time or I hear one time. Discrimination, what is the discrimination? Ultimately, if you are a devotee, we will have to say God is the truth, others are all momentary and Brahman is the truth, all these are seeming things, is changing things. Don't hold on to seeming and changing things, hold on to what is eternal and permanent. So, Viveka. And if we know only discriminate, that will not do. If I know that fried food is bad for my cholesterol, I know that, I analyze that. I read so many books and so many Google search I did, and I find that these are the defects of this food, this is the effect of it. But when I go to the table and I grab everything and eat. <laughs> this is the point. First point is that we should have to bevake or discriminate. That's true. That is fundamentally necessary. But when the food comes into the table, you should have that power to renounce. No, I won't take. Huh? People are doing to become slim, what they are doing. My God, they fast to death, whole day. And uh, when we go to table, we find that this is good, this is good, and take more. So question is that viveka, only discrimination will not work, but we need to reject what is not good for me. You should have the guts to do that. Not that mere, I, I, I am got mantra, I got initiation, I read this book, will do anything. That's the point. Second important point is that we have to know what is not good for me. It is detrimental. No connection. I'll have to have that strength. That is called bhairagya. That is called discrimination, renunciation. Renunciation of what? Which is not good for me. Not that I'm giving up anything which is necessary in my life, but it is not ultimate good for me. So viveka bhairagya. And then it says samadama, titiksha, upuriti, shraddha, samadhan. These are called six treasures. Mental poise, and then yeah, sense control. My eyes want to go see something, run, run, run. Huh? My tongue says to eat something, go and grab it. Say no. You will not be given. I am the master. I will control you. So samadama, titiksha. Little difficulties come, little heat comes, little cold comes. We cry and oh, ha, 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 It's not necessary. Titiksa, endure, endure, endure. Samadama, titiksa, uparati, withdraw. Wherever you find that it is anti, uh, uh, you're going against your spiritual life, withdraw from there. Titiksa, uparati, shraddha, as we have talked about shraddha. And samadhan is the seeing that divine in others, to keep the mind in placid mood. These six treasures, you keep so much money in your pocket. Huh? You want to fly the airplane? Huh? You not only, you see, I can give this example of flying the airport. See, first of all, Bibeka. Huh? First of all, you have to think, oh, I want to go to New York. Okay, then what to do? Then Bibeka, huh? discriminate. Uh, so what am I to do? Uh, this thing is there, that thing, I'll have to reject this, I'll have to reject this. Discriminate. What is good for me? New York is good or Boston is good? You decide where you are to go. So goal fix. 
and then discriminating, then what you think your target reject the other thing. No, 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 I won't go there. I am not interested now. Tell your mind. That is the Viveka Bhairagya second point. And then you take so many man, much, so much of money and in your pocket because you have to pay bills there. When you uh, reach Boston, if it is gold or New York, then you have to spend all the money. So you have to treasure spiritual journey. Uh, then you need these treasures. And then Mumukshat, the last but very important, I want to be free. Why I am doing all these nonsense things? Why I am to give up what is not permanent? Why am I to give up all my pleasures and all my mental emotions, whatever my, my mind directs? Why I shall not feed them? Because it is, I want mukti, I want liberation, I want freedom. So this is the, you, that type of student is necessary. Sadhana, sampanna. That means the student should be of that character. Tattva jiggashu atmana. You'll have to question. I, I want to know who am I? Why am I here? Why did I come here? Why am I getting through so much trial, trials and tribulations of life? What the life? Life means what? But that, that type of questioning. Then with this type, uposhidet gurum pragam. Then he will at, go to the, appear before the teacher and Medhavi, that student characteristic, very important. Medhavi wants to be very intelligent. Spirituality is not for dull people. Normally we think, oh, uh, nothing, oh, he cannot do anything, let him be a monk. <laughs> because it is, uh, because he cannot earn money, he cannot go into the fight of life, okay, better to be a monk. Uh, it is not for that. Spiritual life is for the most intelligent, Medhavi, very talented people. One, because you will have to discriminate, analyze, critically analyze the thing, know what is life, but at the same time to fight against the current. Everyone can go in the flow of the thing, but the current, to swim against the current, is, it needs greater strength. So, Medhavi, Shankara says, Purusha Vidwan, Vidwan, Vidwan means a very learned person, person of wisdom. What type of person of wisdom? Uho apoho vichakshanam. That means who is skilled in arguing in the favor what the scripture said. Says, suppose you read Ramakrishna gospel. To understand what Ramakrishna gospel says versus what may be counter thoughts which come in our mind, so skilled persons should be there in arguing in favor of the truth and giving the refuting the counter arguments. That type of strength, mental strength should be there. And you should have the desire to give up mukti icha, liberation. What? To give up everything where I am bound. I am bound my body, body identity, not body. Don't kill yourself. That is not spirituality. So if we all go, I, I have no body, I am the Atma, so let us go and hang. <laughs> that is not spirituality. Body will be there, but I will understand it is I am the owner of the body. I am not the body. This is an instrument. And how much we pamper this body only, not knowing that it is an instrument. Instrument runs for someone's pleasure, no? Your car runs for, car does not run for his own pleasure. Car moves for the pleasure of the person, the owner. So who is the owner here? So that we have to understand. And then Shankara once here, 
that you know no we may be uh, not perfected in that but satsarupo you are to maddo mando madhyam rupani vairagyena samadina prasadena gurasheyang pravidha suyate phalam you have your qualities this four qualities we have talked about it may not be intense arch for god has developed it may be that i have not intense renunciation in my mind i understand i do discrimination but i again get trapped into it yes but it the these three stages one may be very strong in renunciation and search into the truth of atman another may be mediocre another may be not of that top but rather the lowest category but any one of these three categories who are endowed with this attitude of giving up the mundane and search for the truth up to whatever level we are it says that prasadena guru by guru's grace rest of our imperfections will be cured we have our little uh, capacity and beyond that we need someone to hold us Uh, up so that is called ramakrishna has defined guru in our life as setho setho means sathi sathi means a friend who holds the hand and takes us and shows us hey this is your path go move on where I, i am failing guru comes to help me to that's why it is called the unflinching faith for guru so much guru worship guru puja is given to understand that there is a power behind me which is supporting me in all my frails and failures there is somebody who loves me who is holding my hand to carry me uh, and on beyond the birth and death that's why some people say what is the guru seva uh, service to guru does not mean that you go and only uh, do personal service but guru guru service is that what instruction we get from guru if we practice guru gets much more pleased and happy rather than uh, stroking his feet stroking his feet also good uh, if you have devotion and do like that but many people stroke the foot and never practice spirituality yes i am not saying that will have no effect you know in ramakrishna's life you look at that uh, say uh, sami brahmananda uh, ramakrishna asked why not stroke my feet you see ramakrishna said, i i cannot do sir this is man uh, he is comes from a landlord family and stroking the feet of one man it looks like little belittling but sri ram you know okay not for you why not do little and then afterwards he touched and he had a vision instant vision so it is that type of teacher can give instant experiences but question is that that is rare and that is secondary but primary thing is your responsibility Uh, you will have to practice that's why it is said uh, beautiful yoga vasishta says the upadeshakramo ram vyavastha matra palanam gyaptestu karanam suddham shishya pragna eva kevalam see this is this is the part we have to take into our strength that your upadeshakramo this advice the instructions which has been given to you o rama and vasishta is giving the instruction this is given only 
by instruction merely to honor the tradition, but the tradition says it has been given to you. But the wisdom depends on the sharp intellect, fit for discernment is only to that pure cause for realization. You want to realize? Then pure reason behind your realization will be your own understanding, your own wisdom. And if you are really a person of wisdom, then you will move towards what is good and we will reject those what is not good for the life. So it is very beautifully, uh, even that book of what you call Yoga Vasistu, which is non-dual. Huh? And then on here also it says, Sankara also mentions here, and that, you know, this uh, Yoga Vasistu again says that, you know, this realization is like what? It is like beautiful. Vastu. Suppose you have a necklace in your neck itself. It is here. It is there, sthito upi bastu, suddenly you felt, due to ignorance, yathana prapyate, you think, oh, I am searching for my necklace, where is that? Brahmante prapyate, when your delusion goes, and you search everywhere and fail, and suddenly your hand touches here, then you say, wow, oh, I got it, and you get joy. This God-realization is like that. Knowing yourself is like that. It is so much here. But our focus and attention being in every direction, we do not know where to search for it. And because we are deluded, this delusion has spoiled our vision and experience. So it says the Atman, which is ever attained, this not to be attained. In Vedantic way, we are all some perfect, no? Samiji said this beautiful word. Samiji said every soul is destined to be perfect. We are all destined to be perfect. Shaping our destinies does not preclude then receiving the help of others. So what help of others means guru? And when you get the help, what happens? You don't get anything new. That was yours. You recognize it is me. And that was not yours, this body, mind. It is not ours. It will be burned to ashes. It's not me, but I hold on to it, even ignorantly. But the body machine will one day fail, and then you'll have to reject it. If it is yours, you cannot reject it. So Swamiji says, every soul is destined to be perfect. And this is to be, we can take help from some person to make us awaken. It is like, that is the part, tadbat atma upi guru bhakkata. You listen from your guru, this is the Jogavasishta says, that brahmante, you listening to your guru, trusting in the words of the guru, and following with utmost sincerity there, then what happens? You're, suddenly you come to know that you are that, that truth, which is unchanging truth. And how you get it? Guru Bhakkata, from the words of the spiritual teacher. So the Atman never attained, though it appears to be unattained due to ignorance, reveals as attained and regained, as it were, due to the instruction which is received from the Guru. 
And what will be the guru? Guru's qualities, of course. Very ideal guru we'll never find anywhere. <laughs> it may be Ramakrishna the guru. It may be the Shankara the guru. They are talking about that type of guru. But let us know what is guru. Before you select a guru, at least you should find. You should, as you go to Google search and find what item, what many informations, and then you select what you are to take, what not to take. So here also you select. But if you have already taken some guru, then nothing you can do now. But <laughs> practice the words as Shankara suggested. Follow what guru has said. Said, Sotriyo. Sotriyo means one person who is, he knows the scriptures. He's, he is not, that means the lineage again. He knows what is the meaning of life, what is the purpose of life. He is perfectly ascertained in the line of the saints and sages. It is not, he's creating something new and that will, as, as it's called, on the, the blind, uh, leading another blind, what happens? Uh, as it happens, both fall into the ditch and both break their arms. So similarly it happens, Kathopanishad says, Andheno eva jatha niyamana jatha andha. So it is said that is Sotriyo. And it should be abrijino. It is sinless, the character. Very important point. Go to a spiritual teacher. Watch him day and night. His character is pure or not. That it is not physics, it is not chemistry, it is not other science or technology to learn. There we don't need the character of the person. His skill, his brain is sharp, he can teach us. But spiritual life is very important, that person character, sinless character. Hmm? That's why Ramakrishna is the example of that sinless nature. Vivekananda, Buddha, Shankara, Christ, eh? the greatest example of purity, stainlessness. Then, Abrijino is a sinless Akamahato. He is not buffeted by desires. I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that. There is no such desire. For, for his survival, he eats, sleeps, drinks, all those things is a different thing. But he is not uh, smitten by the desire. And Abrijino Akamahato Brahmavittama. He is a noir of Brahman par excellence. That's the ideal condition. Then, Brahmani Uparato. You see, you watch that person, how he lives his life. When he gets his personal time, what he does. Eh? What type of pastime? So it says, Noara absorbed in and totally withdrawn into that Brahman. That person, when you go, when you talk, when you see, you can see that his inner mind, one part of the mind is withdrawn. Or actually he finds pleasure in thinking about God, talking about God, and creating that ambience and environment about it. He is Brahmani Upuryata Shanto. He is calm, like the fire. What type of Shanto? In a fire, if you don't put any fuel, fire dies, no? So it is like a fire, just burned, but there is no fuel anymore. That means that calmness is so predominant that it is like a, everyone consumed its fuel. And another question, it should be 
or he took a daya sindhu. He should have compassion for us. It is a grace. Why he will have to give this spiritual treasure to us? What is this? What is his 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 need? Is out of compassion. Or he took. Or he took means he took means cause. There is no cause of this gift. That is called the ocean of love and compassion. And Bandhu is a friend to any sincere seeker of truth comes before them. So this is the question that Guru's quality, I do not know who can be that Guru, but Guru mile lakh lakh, chelana mile ek. There is a statement that Gurus are available in thousands. Huh? Anyone can be a Guru. I am a Guru. Huh? You are a Guru. Teaching something, talking something. But Guru mile lakh lakh, chela, that means no one is a student. Student is very rare. That means student means he will have to work. <laughs> he will have to practice. He will have to do japa. Every responsibility comes over here. That is very rare. Rather, teacher is very easily available. And that teacher is that who actually, and what teacher does? Guru should have the power to transmit to the disciple and who is fit to receive. Two, two sides. One should give, another should receive. Who gives, he is called the guru. And the who receives, he is called the student. And guru has some powerful seed to give. But it can not be thrown into the stone. You give a powerful, uh, very uh, top quality seed and keep it. No water, nothing, and keep it on the stone. You will see the sprout coming out there. Or suppose in a field just ready, you put the seed there. Powerful seed put into the proper place. What will happen? It is like Vivekananda, Ramakrishna meeting. Quick, in one stroke. Shankaracharya meeting his guru. Go in the path. Go once. Boom. Went into Samadhi. This is called. This is the highest student. But we can follow this that we should have to prepare ourselves. When both these conditions are fulfilled, wonderful result appears in the life. Seed remains potent because becomes living with the nurturing, with the fertilizer, sunlight, water. That's the love and practice. It germinates into a plant. Guru transfers that powerful germinated seed to his loved ones who will take care and nurture that. Sincere longing necessary, not to be understood as momentary emotions to be taken as real religious yearning. Swamiji Vivekananda warned about that. So, and this connection between guru and sister, the teacher and the student, depends, depends on, on the grace of God only. That has been mentioned in the Gate Vedanta book, which is called Yogavasishto. This connection, it is very rare. People may be there. Uh, student may be there. But this connection, it happens by God's grace only. So you see, who is Ajatabhada, and this world is not created, and he is teaching that connection for Guru and Shishya depends on the grace of God. What is that verse? He says, So, 
That is the part of the play to play in our life, guru plays in our life, and more responsibility is given to us. Guru's role is that when someone seeking a person who has, Ramakrishna gave the example, I, I'll end with that story, um, that someone uh, wanted it to, to dig a well, and he then used all these spades and baskets and uh, all these things to dig the well. After digging the well, the water come out. So he is very happy with that water and he is, he is enjoying that uh, well water. And, but someone threw away those baskets and spades and other things, tools, to dig the well. And some people keep it. Some people go into samadhi, realization. So they are in one category. But there are some who are so kind for us that they keep those things, tools, for us so that we can use those tools and get the well water of peace and joy. Thank you.
So next Sunday uh, will be uh, Swami Brahmavidananda speaking on Vedic psychology. And also there is another announcement on the same Saturday probably, no? July 19th. Huh? Yeah, next Saturday your program. So uh, Karma Yoga Day is the same day. But uh, in the evening uh, of, of uh, this Kirtan uh, will be there in the evening of July 19th, 7.30 p.m. And there will be Vedanta singers and special guests Jacqueline Clemens and Lamar. And then as they give little refreshment afterwards. So we are all welcome for that. Today there is no Vivekananda house because we went yesterday as the annual celebration. So we did it. And so this month we are not going to Pasadena, but you can visit anyway, that's you. And um, what else to say? Any other announcement? Is there any? No. Okay, so we'll then uh, conclude with an, another prayer. Om Tamikam Saranyam Tamikam Varenyam Tamikam Jagatkaranam Vishwarupam Tamikam Jagatkartri Partri Prahurti Tamikam Parang Nishchalam Nirvikalpam Om Shanti 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 O Lord, you are alone our refuge and our object of adoration. You are the cause of the universe and you are the embodiment of the universe. You alone are the creator preserver and destroyer of the universe. You are the supreme, unmoving, almighty reality. Om, peace, peace, peace be unto us all.